The History of North America series is a labor of love that I share with my teenage son, Sean, who is my partner, audio technician, and sound editor. Together, he and his twin sister, Kira, manage a successful family-friendly YouTube channel which offers science, crafts, travel, wildlife, nature, and history videos for all ages, including concise North American history capsules. I urge you to check it out at youtube.com slash Sean and Kira. Want a free audiobook of your choice? Go to audibletrial.com slash and get your free audiobook with a 30-day free membership by using our customized link, audibletrial.com slash Before we begin, take note to check out episode 51 of Second Decade Podcast, which kindly mentions our series. Listen to episode 50 of MacGyver Podcast with Mac Jackson, who also generously announces this program. And finally, go to episode 31 of Addressing Gettysburg podcast, which once again graciously features the history of North America. Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. In this episode, we travel back to the end of the first millennium to examine the great ancient European culture and society that forged a people capable of reaching the shores of North America around the year 1000 AD. Join me as we explore one of the most feared, famous, and celebrated civilizations of Europe, the Vikings. Vikings were Nordic peoples from the Scandinavian countries of Denmark, Sweden, and Norway. They raided and settled in large areas of Western and Eastern Europe during an era of Scandinavian expansion from about 780 to 1100 AD. This period in history is known as the Viking Age. Until the Viking raids began, Christian Europe had not worried about an enemy from the sea. Some Christian leaders paid ransom to the larger Viking armies of the 10th and early 11th centuries. Taxing their people to pay the Danegeld, or tribute to the Vikings, became a regular defensive strategy. In return for the cash, the Vikings often negotiated peaceful coexistence and conversion. At the dawn of the 10th century, in 911, the King of France ceded Normandy, French for territory of the Northmen, to the Viking chieftain Rollo and other Viking warriors who became his Christian vassals. In turn, they pledged to defend their new duchy against other Vikings. These Northmen, now called Normans, adopted the French language and ways and organized a strong and stable state in Normandy. In 1066, William, Duke of Normandy, a Viking descendant, led his followers across the English Channel to conquer England. In the same century, the exploits of Norman adventurers created the Norman Kingdom of Sicily at the expense of the Muslims on the island and the Byzantine Emperor in southern Italy. Normans from Sicily also participated in the Crusades against the Muslims in the Holy Land and Jerusalem. Numerous bands of Viking adventurers reached Iceland in the mid-800s, and by the early 10th century, their new home had become a center for settlement by Danes and Norwegians. Iceland was a departure point for launching expeditions into the unknown reaches of the North Atlantic. In the year 1000, Eric the Red led an expedition from Iceland that settled in Greenland. His son, Leif Erikson, 
later reached North America, which he called Vinland, meaning Wineland, because of the large quantities of wild wine berries that were found. Archaeological finds suggest that the original Vinland settlement was probably at what is now Lasso Meadows in the Canadian island province of Newfoundland. Settlements in continental North America were aimed to exploit natural resources, such as furs and in particular lumber, which was in short supply in Greenland. These Viking colonies were short-lived, supplied and populated for several generations before isolation, distance, climate, and hostile relations with the indigenous peoples proved too great. Despite the many pre-Columbian trans-oceanic contact theories, at present, this is the one and only historical case of pre-colonial contact that is widely accepted among the scientific and scholarly mainstream community. The aggressive and vigorous Vikings who went west across the ocean and south to the British Isles and continental Europe were mostly from Denmark and Norway. Expeditions from Sweden were no less determined and energetic. In addition to their role as invaders of settled, Christian lands, they turned to the south and east, into and beyond the Baltic, away from the heartland of Christian Europe and in a world of vast open spaces and scarce population. These Vikings were drawn southeast by trading links and opportunities rather than a thirst for unoccupied land. They traveled through Russia via the Dnieper and Volga rivers to the Black Sea. They also ventured further south to the Middle East and the cities of Baghdad and Constantinople. Known as the Rus, a name borrowed from the Finns to designate the Swedes, the Swedish Vikings, along with the native Slavic peoples, influenced the growth of the early Russian state around Kiev in the Ukraine. The Swedish Vikings in Constantinople formed the personal guard of the Byzantine emperors in the 11th century. As in their western expeditions, they were soldiers, settlers, traders, and able voyagers with advanced navigational skills. At first, the Vikings were ferocious enemies and their impact was primarily disruptive and destructive. Gradually, Christian Europe absorbed the Vikings. They became part of the larger European community as they were attracted by a more settled lifestyle and as Christian Europe's ability to resist their attacks strengthened. The Viking contributions to the societies they conquered were significant. They were great sailors, storytellers, and workers of the highest level. Signs of the Viking influence are found in the place names of the areas in which they settled as well as the local languages and vocabulary. For example, they gave the English language many popular words including thing, happy, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. The Vikings also influenced local government and legal traditions. An early form of popular or open government can be seen in the open-air Icelandic public gatherings, where the free farmers came to resolve feuds, voice complaints, and interpret the law for free men and their families. This early form of parliamentary government and the 12-person jury of English common law were a direct outgrowth of Viking ideas about community obligations and civil society. The tidal wave of European migration to North America during the second half of the last millennium indirectly brought Viking descendants and customs to the New World. Viking blood thus flows generously through the veins of many North Americans of European descent, making them relatively recent, distant cousins in more ways than one. A large number of French Canadians, for example, arrived in Canada from Normandy. 
many English, Scottish, Welsh, and Irish Canadians arrived from the British Isles, a region once inhabited by Vikings and later conquered and settled by invaders from Normandy. Ironically, despite the failed colonization of Newfoundland, Viking descendants formed the core of Canada's many founding peoples. My ancestors originated from northern England and coastal France, making my claim to a distant and ancient Viking heritage a real possibility and probability. Next time, the exciting age of exploration, as we edge ever closer to the year 1492, when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying visuals, including maps, charts, timelines, photos, illustrations, and diagrams. Please consider supporting our History of North America series in the following ways. Join our growing community on Patreon. We offer lots of membership benefits, including books and artworks. As you know, I have written many historical nonfiction and fiction books including exciting international historical mystery and suspense thrillers. One such novel, The Maesta Panels, is set in beautiful Italy, the birthplace of Genoese explorer Christopher Columbus, who is mentioned in this episode. All my books are available in print and digital format on Amazon. If you shop on Amazon for books or anything else, make sure to use our free link so Amazon knows who sent you thereby giving us extra credit with no supplemental cost to you. All links appear in this show's description and on our website at markvinet.com. Spread the word to family and friends. And remember, all positive ratings, reviews, feedback, and comments are appreciated. This helps us grow and reach new listeners. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you enjoyed this episode.